Hello and welcome. I'm Susie Shaw, and this is the Bariatric Eating Real Talk podcast. For those of you who are new to our podcast, the topics here will often stem from discussions and live chats that have happened in our Facebook-based support groups. It's real support for real post-ops by people who are actually post-ops. Now, today's episode is a little bit of a think piece. I think a lot of people are hopping onto the trend of meal prepping as a means to motivate themselves and get started. And in fact, it's something that I've tried a few times. But here are my thoughts, and these are actually thoughts and experiences that I've gathered from my own experience and in talking to others, not just post-ops, but others who have tried meal prep. Um, Meal prepping might work for some. It's actually a very smart concept. You spend time prepping and portioning out your food to basically take the thinking out of each day's eating. But in practice, it can be kind of messy, and there's a couple reasons for that. And the first is that it's a little bit time-consuming. I'll be honest, I did meal prepping like a full meal prep three weeks in a row, and by the the start of the third week, I was just over it. Cooking my breakfast and my lunch and um, prepping portions of my dinners, like the, the vegetables and stuff like that, was a huge portion of my already precious weekends. While my goals are important and my nutrition is important to me, so is my time with my family and my friends. The me time that I have on the weekends is actually really important to me, and meal prepping was just a big chunk of time that I didn't really want to sacrifice. Um, a lot of other people will say that it got, it gets old. And I know I experienced this too. In an effort to save time, I actually started making like egg muffins and we've got recipes for them on our website. They're fantastic. And I'm not knocking the recipes that I picked. Um, I also, for lunches, I made, um, chicken with roasted vegetables in the form of like a sheet pan meal, which are also, um, on our website too. And I'll note those in, in, on the website for this episode when I get to that point. And I'm, I'm not knocking those recipes were delicious, but eating the same breakfast and lunch for a week got really old for meal. The meals were, were fantastic, but I personally got really, really bored with them and didn't enjoy them as much as I did when I cooked them the night before and just packed them as leftovers as I was cleaning up from dinner. Um, the third, uh, the third reason why a lot of people don't like meal prepping is because microwave food doesn't always work well. And this is actually a very common issue for people who have had weight loss surgery. A lot of us have texture issues with protein, um, and microwaves, as you guys all know, tend to dry out food. So reheating things like chicken and beef, which are already tricky for a lot of people to eat, make it even harder. Um, this is something that comes up daily, almost in our Facebook groups, a couple times a day where people post that they can't talk tolerate chicken and beef and pork. And it's not so much, I mean, it might be because of the surgery. Things do change after surgery, but a lot of people have the tendency to overcook those foods and dry them out. So microwaving already cooked foods, which kind of zaps out remaining moisture, makes it harder on us than it needs to be. I'm not saying don't ever use a microwave. Microwaves are fantastic. But I just... I I think we need to be really, really conscious of how we prepare food and how we choose to eat them, whether it's the first time we're eating it or if we're reheating it over and over again. And then the last part to to meal prepping, and this is actually my big, big, big thing about meal prepping aside, this is probably number two after the time. But um, for me, it was a a question of freshness. When I was packing a salad on like a Sunday and planning on eating it on Thursday, I don't know. It just didn't seem the same. I I don't mind eating leftovers, but that's exactly what meal prep turned into for me. It was a week of only eating leftovers. And when I cook a meal, I often plan on cooking at least one meal of leftovers or a lunch portion for leftovers. Um, But anything beyond that, I just don't consider to be like as fresh and tasty. And to me, I just, 
I personally have an issue with that. Um, and that might just be me. It might be you. I don't know. Um, like I said before, I mean, meal prepping can work for a lot of people. It, it may not though. Um, but my real big point is that weight loss happens when we're consistent with our method. And most of us had surgery because we were tired of starting and stopping diets over and over again. And meal prep sounds like a really, really great way to stay prepared and on point. And it really might work for you. But given the microwave thing and the freshment and the freshness and the investment of time on the day that you choose to prep your meals, it might be making things a little bit harder for you than you realize. And you may not be able to stick with it just because of the nature of meal prepping, not because you don't want to stick with it. So I would say try it out and, um, you know, if, if you're thinking about it, if you're curious about it, see how it works, but understand that it might be more trouble than it's worth to you. And it might be why you can't stick with your healthy eating plan if you are doing it. On Mondays, we see a lot of people in our Facebook groups get super, super excited and fired up to get back on track. But by Wednesdays, they're a little bit burnt out. They're not so motivated. And if this is you and you've been meal prepping, maybe it's time to change gears a little bit. Maybe it's not that hard to actually physically meal prep, but maybe you're just bored with eating the same thing every day. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's not uncommon. So um, what does work if you, you just can't seem to get the hang of meal prep? And um, for a lot of people, that's actually putting into practice something, um, I, I guess we could just call it menu planning. It's a little bit different and it does help people stay on track, but keep some variety in their meals on a daily basis. On our website, we've got um, a section where we have supper menus that can be paired with our Inspired Diet Plan or really any weight loss plan that you need that you follow. And these suppers include options that are actually... Um, really family friendly. There's um, things on there like a chicken crusted pizza, which is a pizza with very, 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 very low carbs. Um, a lot of the meals can also be prepped in and cooked in about 30 minutes. That's from start to finish. And a lot of them should make enough that you have at least one portion left over for your lunches the next day. And it's really easy to pack up your lunch as you're cleaning up the dishes. Another technique that might help you is to prep your protein, um, like your chicken, your shrimp, or any other protein sources that you choose to eat beforehand and portion them out into individual servings. This is actually something that I do. I season or grill usually chicken because it's cost-effective and easy to cook, um, but I always use a meat thermometer to make sure that it's cooked but not overcooked, and that's kind of a, a big, big tip that we try to pass along in our Facebook groups as much as possible. There's a huge difference in texture when you cook chicken and beef and pork to the temperature that it's meant to be cooked and not overcook it. But that's like a whole nother story. But um, what I do after I cook it is I, I weigh it out individually and then wrap them individually and freeze them in an airtight container. And in the mornings, I'm able to just grab a packet and by lunchtime, it's ready to go. I usually don't microwave it. I usually use them as toppings on like a salad or in like a lettuce wrap or something like that. Um, I'll pair them with like a simple green salad or even like vegetables that I steam in the microwave. I rely heavily on frozen vegetables to make my meals a lot faster. And um, you should too, actually, it's a good way to do that. But that's, again, another story. Um, another way to be prepared without actually prepping um, is to, when you get home from the store, take out all those vegetables and, and fruits and stuff that, that, you, that you bought and wash them and, and, you know, chop them and prep them to eat so that when you need a snack or something to top on your salad, they're ready to go. Um, this, this doesn't take as long as you think it would be, and it won't take as long as cooking full meals. 
But I also want to remind you guys too that most grocery stores nowadays often have like a salad bar with pre-cooked vegetables. That's a great option if time is an issue. Another way that I um, stay on track, um, actually I used to stay on track when I worked in more of a traditional office setting without meal prepping was I would leave a few minutes early for work and stop at a grocery store and then I would pick up a carton of like unsweetened cashew milk um, that I would use in, in my coffee or in my Inspire Protein drinks. And um, I would also usually pick up a box of like those pre-cut vegetables. That's just because the store that I had had those more than they had um, the stuff out on the, the salad bar that early. But usually I got like just broccoli and carrot mix or something like that or a bag of baby carrots, just something that was all ready to go. And that helped me to have an on-hand snack that was ready to go. I didn't have to think about packing it in the morning. I didn't think about bringing it with me. It was always there. It was always crunchy and ready to go for me when those munchies hit. I know that that's a little bit more expensive than buying the veggies and chopping them up yourself, but it does save some time. And I don't know if you guys are like me, my time is valuable and I know yours is too. So if you're struggling with snacks and stuff like that, consider that. That might be a good way to do it. It's also a good way if you're going to be cooking like a stir fry pick up those kind of vegetables instead of picking up the vegetables and chopping them yourselves. You only save, you know, a couple minutes, but that, that time can be precious. Like I said, meal prepping isn't bad. It's certainly something to consider adding to your routine if you're curious about it. And if you're at a point where you've been doing it for a while and are dreading those packed lunches and the time that you spend cooking, or if your freezer looks like a Tupperware graveyard because you may be meal prepping on Sundays, but you're not actually bringing that food with you when you leave the house, and honestly, that's not common. Um, it might be time to think about some of the things I've said and consider tweaking what you're doing or just switching into more of a planning mode and re-energizing your nutrition focus that way. Um, it, it might work for you and it might not. So that's just my thoughts. And like I said, those are from my own experience and then from the, um, from the feedback that we've heard from people that have tried it in our Facebook groups, from friends that I know, from family, all of that fun stuff. Take it for what it is. It might be tips that help you. It's just a suggestion. But um, if you're stuck and frustrated, it might be time to shift gears and try it or stop using it. Um, and that's, that's all I have to say about meal prepping right now. To close, though, I do want to remind you of something important. You started the process to have surgery because you wanted to change your life and your health. And you may have had other reasons to have the surgery, but ultimately you were looking for a change. I want you to recognize today how rare that drive to change is and that many think about changing, but very few actually start. So no matter if you are brand new to the process and haven't even met with your surgeon, or if you've had surgery a decade ago and are just getting back on track, you are starting the process to change, and that's just awesome. So today I want to remind you that you are worth the effort it will take to be successful. You deserve to reach the goals that you set for yourself, and I hope that you know that. So thank you so much for listening. On our website, we have a fantastic collection of bariatric recipes, some of them that I mentioned today. And like I mentioned earlier too, some, some um, supper plans, some like menus for suppers. If you need a little bit of guidance with those, they can always be found on our website, which is www.bariatriceating.com. And once there, you'll just search for podcasts and you, uh, you'll see our, um, our most recent episodes listed. And as always, for each episode, we'll have a few articles and recipes linked on each one that we mentioned. And we always link to, to our proven plan that tackles bariatric regain, the Inspire Diet. So if you're struggling, if you need a little bit more support, we've got it. I really do want you to come check us out and I hope to see you soon. Thanks. <laughs>